Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where it's our car, it's our choice. With me this evening is my co-host Russell. Hi. <laughs> he had nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we also have returning, defending, undisputed champion of not being here the last few weeks. Oh, Dave. <laughs> that was really fun. And then you made it not fun. <laughs> I was going to say it handles like a bag of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm back. Oh, uh, we are continuing our summer of sports. Nope. Don't you fucking say it. <laughs> Don't you fucking say it. I want, I'm here to defend myself again. Spummer. Spummer. That's what I said. Martial arts. No. Mabel dead. No. Nothing. Fucking spummer. Yes. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> you weren't here for so long. I had to fill it. I had to do something. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, our summer of sports, we're continuing with Ford V Ferrari from 2019. It's PG 13, two hours and 32 minutes. It did not feel like two hours and 32 minutes. Oh, really? No, no. I would say that the pacing was really good. Yeah. That's a car joke. I, think. <laughs> I did one. It's almost like it was a perfect lap. Oh, oh another car joke. <laughs> Carburetor. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Fuck? It did work. I had something. I don't know. Uh, it worked. We're <laughs> laughing. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna go over every detail of this movie, but. Uh, Cause it is two hours and 32 minutes and there's a lot that happens. Um, but it's basically about, uh, <laughs> carburetor. <laughs> God it's damn, about, I'm back. still laughing. <laughs> it's about, it's about, uh, Christian Bale's character, Ken miles and Matt Damon's character, uh, Carol Shelby, um, being recruited by Ford, uh, after the Punisher comes up with this idea to uh, raise the profile of Ford uh, beyond uh, family cars, Lee Iacocca. Yeah, uh, by winning, <laughs> by by winning uh, the twenty four hour Le Mans. Yes, um, and the current reigning champion that's won like the last five years or something is Ferrari. Uh, so they go to uh, Carol Shelby to build the car and he goes to Ken Miles to be on his team uh, because he's uh, a good mechanic, but he's also a fantastic driver. Also, um, he's insane. Yeah, also, he's he's hard to work with <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he has a reputation for that. Uh, so there's all, immediately there's pushback uh, from Ford. They don't want Ken driving, right? Um, but he, they eventually like through like getting him onto a different race. And if he wins this race, then he can race this race. He can, you know, so on and so forth after a really cool scene. <sighs> what? After a cool scene that doesn't happen until later. There's a cool scene I want to talk about. Yeah. With him and Henry Ford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forget I said anything. <laughs> Sorry. Cut me out of just, the podcast. Just say carburetor again. <laughs> God damn it, Russell. He stole it from me. 
Um, I'll shut up. But they go back and forth. Uh, they go to Lamont's the first year and they leave him behind. Um, and uh, they lose because the they they burn the cars out. Yeah, but they build these new cars, the GT forties. Um, and they do tons of modifications to try and win these races. Uh, because they're all they also need to win like a a qualifying race or like place because there's trials and stuff. Yeah. Um. But they got to do the 24-hour Daytona and uh, the 12-hour Sebring. Um, so then the next year comes around, and uh, Carol convinces uh, Henry Ford II, or the Deuce. <laughs> the Deuce. <laughs> uh, convinces him that he needs to be in control, and he only reports to Ford, right? <clears throat> or to Henry, specifically. Not, yeah. um, not the company. Um, and, uh, they go through making the car and then they're like getting ready to race and stuff. And then, uh, Ford reneges on, on his deal. Right. And, uh, and puts this fucking asshole that was in charge before back in charge. He was an asshole. And he's like, uh, BB. Fucking terrible name. It's like Leo BB. Leo BB. Yeah. Uh, he's a cunt. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he's like, yeah, we're not going to use Miles. And Carol's like, what the fuck, dude? And he locks BB in his office and he takes Ford in the car to drive to like show him what he's paid for because it's the first time that Ford's been there. Yeah. And he drives Ford like top speed in this car, which is over 200 miles an hour in the 60s, which is insane. Big, big fucking deal. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Ford is freaking the fuck out. Uh, and he like pulls, he like does a crazy fucking like 180 stop and Ford is bawling. And this is like one of my favorite scenes. I think this is the scene you're talking about. Exactly. I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, he's like bawling, but like, he's not as he was scared, but it's not because he's mad or because he's scared. He's happy. Yeah. Yeah. He's and that. I love that scene. Cause he's just like, yeah, I wish my dad was here to see this. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Good because fucking they're scene. actually car guys. Like, yeah. He is a fucking CEO of this huge corporation and he's like running it like a company and like not running it like he cares about the cars, but he does actually care about the cars. Yeah. Yeah. And you Even see that his dad sucks. It's still cool. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, Henry Ford sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like revolutionized in industry, but like, you know, the, the other parts of also know, a Nazi being, sympathizer being a person is bad. <clears throat> Oh, there's a whole thing about Ford. Yeah. I don't think I know any of that stuff. There was some... Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was not great. Um, but, uh... Which I thought that was funny because they were talking about how they were making all the tanks in the airplanes right, for yeah. the U.S. And I was like, well, uh, was he? <laughs> I mean, they did, but were they doing stuff for other people too? Um, but anyway, you're a corporation. You play both sides, baby. Um, warmongering. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyway, we're going to get sued by Ford. (laughs) 
They don't know who we are. No. At least we'd be getting sued. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Do we want to get sued? I'd get a sued. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Jesus. So he's like, "Hey, look, you know, we Miles Miles is the only one that should be driving this car." And he's like, "Okay." So then he overrides BB, but then BB is still being a fucking prick and they go through these other races and he like tries to under undermine Carol like the whole time. Uh but uh Miles wins. He basically makes a deal with with Ford. He's like, "If Miles can win, Daytona, then he can he can run at Le Mans. If he loses, what do I get? And Carol puts up his whole company. Shelby American. Yeah, Shelby American. Um and he's like, okay. So then Miles wins Daytona, much to Phoebe's anger. Chagrin. Chagrin. I was going to say chagrin, and then I was like, I'll just say anger instead, but chagrin is literally the word for that. But anyway, um, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me tonight. Dude, I don't know what's wrong with me either. <laughs> I had one funny joke, and that was it. Carburetor? Yep. <laughs> it's the funniest I'll ever be on this show. <laughs> or any show, probably. I don't think so. Uh, so then they, they go to Le Mans, and... Still, BB is undermining them, and it gets to uh, like you know they're they're going back and forth on this undermining thing, but it's also showing the race and Miles like getting through and like the Le Mans works kind of like all these like endurance races you like switch drivers every four hours, um, but Miles opens the race and he's gonna close the race right, so Miles is about to go on his last leg. And it's the 60s, so they don't have, like, radios to the drivers. They don't have communication in the car. Right. It's just, like, on your lap, like, they can write something on a chalkboard. And as you're going by it, like, 180 miles an hour, you can look at it and maybe read it. Maybe see it. Yeah. Uh, So as he's about to go out, BB comes down, and he had talked to uh, the Deuce before, and he was like, and, like, Ferrari's out of the race, and Ford is one, two, three, because they have two other teams. And, uh... BB convinces Ford that it'd be a great idea if all the teams finished together, like to do a photo op. And so that BB comes down and tells Carol that that, cause Carol's acting as crew chief too. He tells Carol, he's like, look, this is what Mr. Ford wants to do. And he's like, he's pissed because miles is like a whole lap ahead of the other two guys. Right. And, uh, He's pissed off, but he has to tell Miles, right? Because Miles sees it happen. So he tells Miles, and Miles is like, you're fucking shitting me, right? And he's like, oh, I mean, do what you're going to do. I haven't been able to get you to do anything that I tell you to ever. So, you know, you're going to make the choice. So Miles goes out there, and then he runs. He, he had already broken the fucking lap record like three times in this race. Yeah. He breaks it again by like a full second and a half. The perfect lap. Yeah. Um, and they're like all pissed off except Carol. Carol Carol and Lee. Lee is like Lee yeah. is fucking eating it up. Because like, he, yeah. he also hates BB. Yeah. Uh he doesn't ever say it, but like he, he disagrees. He like disagrees with him. Um and uh 
So he runs this perfect lap and then he's like going through his last lap basically. And he's like happy and, you know, singing to himself and he like gets on this long straight and he's like decides at that moment to be a team player. Right. And so he lets the other two Ford uh, racers catch up and they cross the finish line basically at the same time. Um, According to the Wikipedia, it was not exactly at the same time, but whatever. That's different. Yeah. Real life movie, whatever. So they, at first they rule it as a dead heat. And then they like almost immediately in this, they rule it as uh McLaren, the, one of the other drivers actually won. And it was because when you start Le Mans, you start in a line, uh, and you, the driver starts on the opposite wall of the track and they have to run to their car. Right. And then they start driving. So some of the drivers start further back and it's, it's a furthest distance traveled in 24 hours, not, you know, racing to a n- number of laps. Right. Okay. So, uh, McLaren had actually traveled eight meters further because he was running. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not because he was running, but because his car was further his back. His car was further back. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Was, yeah. His car started further back from where uh, Miles started. So they declared McLaren the winner. So the reason this was a big deal, other than, you know, Miles not and YBB did this, other than the photo op, was to fuck Miles out of getting the Triple Crown and being the only person to ever win the Triple Crown. Uh, because he had won at Sebring and he had won at Daytona. And if he had won at Le Mans, he would be the only person to have ever done that. Right. Uh, and he hated miles for some reason. Like they didn't have any interact though. They had one interaction and miles was just like, this car sucks. And he's like, what? He's like, I was the director on this car. And he's like, well, yeah, but it's a piece of shit. It sucks. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have like, was it a Chevy, a Chevy Chevelle, a Chevy that, Chevelle. That car is a piece of shit. <laughs> that was a piece of shit car. <laughs> um, so they lose, they explain it to Miles. He gets second and Miles is pissed, but then he kind of gets over it and him and Carol are like, okay, well let's do it again next year. You know, let's, you know, I have ideas. So then they're like talking about, you know, going and making a new car. So then it changes to the final scene of the movie. Well, the second to the last scene of the movie, uh, they're testing this new car. And, um, they had already tested it for a while. He asks if there's any more gas in it and he goes and takes it out and there's a narration over it from the beginning of the movie and he wrecks and he actually dies in this wreck. Yeah. And his son is there. So then it fast forwards, uh, like about six months, Carol's back at his shop. He's upset. Like he doesn't want to fucking uh press the flesh and like sell cars to people anymore he's like just upset about <laughs> everything right you know because miles has been fucked over the whole time and then he dies trying still trying to fucking help ford out and he's like this is i hate this yeah uh so then he goes to see uh miles's wife and son and he runs into the son and talks to the son and they have like a nice moment and then he like doesn't go and talk to the wife because he can't like he can't do it. 
Right. And then he gets in his car and he leaves. And that's the end of the movie. Was not expecting that ending. <clears throat> I knew I, I didn't. So like, this is the first time I've watched it. Same. Yeah, I think all of us. Yeah. Um, I mean, I watched like the last third with Russell, but, uh, I knew like some weird shit happened with Ken miles and I knew his name, but I didn't know what, uh, and I might've read it in like an old car and driver or something forever ago. Um, but I didn't remember it, but like this, this story is fucking wild. And like, I'm pretty sure almost all of it's true. Like there might've been like some dialogue stuff and like some of the things that Carol did, like that were like fucking with people. I don't yeah, know dramatic. that. Uh-huh. More, a little more dramatic. Yeah. A little it. more extra dramatic, like, or just like adding a joke here and there. That kind of stuff didn't necessarily happen, but like I read through the Wikipedia today and, and like, it's a pretty accurate description of all this stuff. Really? Okay. Um, I really like this movie. Yeah. No, this movie is fucking awesome. It's really cool. Solid fucking movie. Yeah. Um, like, so if you like, because it's not all about racing, it's not all sports stuff. There's a lot of like personal stuff that happens in this movie. Um, it's more of a drama than just a sports movie, but it does have like this inspirational sports stuff going on too. Yeah. Um, which I think that makes it like a really good movie in general, not just like yeah. a good sports movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, that human side of the. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Ken Miles. I thought Christian Bale did an amazing job. Christian, Dude. Christian Bale is just an amazing actor. Christian Bale was Ken in this movie. Like, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Such a great performance by him. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I really loved him. I loved all the acting in this movie. Cause like I Same. know, um, the guy that played Leo BB, uh, what the fuck is his name? Josh Lucas. There's other stuff that he's in that he is not a flaming fucking cunt. Yeah, and so like he was acting really well in this movie to be that fucking huge douchebag. Yeah, he did a really good job too. Um, but like Matt Damon as Carol Shelby, fucking awesome. Yeah, I. I it makes me love Matt Damon even more because like it was well done. Yeah, like his accent was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just love the character. Um, the child actor was not bad. the ki- The guy that played yeah. Peter, Peter, his son, yeah. Pete. was yeah. was fine. Pete did good. Uh, the wife, uh, I don't remember Holly. Yeah, Holly. Holly. Uh, I think it's Molly. 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 Uh, <clears throat> Catriona Balfe. She was really good. I really liked her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, John Bernthal is always awesome. Yeah. Can't uh, shoot anyone, though. Well, he didn't shoot anyone. That's not true. that kind of movie. Take he could have shot BB, though. He could have. It's still not that kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like Christian Bell in this movie, like, drove me fucking nuts in like the best way because he was so into this character and every line he delivered, like he might be a car guy. I don't know. But even if he's, even if he is, or even if he isn't like for this movie, he was a fucking car guy. Yeah. Like every line delivered like perfectly. Like I just, he did such a fantastic job and it's not like, and he got to, I'm, I'm, like that's his natural 
accent, right? It's pretty close to it, isn't it? What? Christian Bell's accent. Oh, I don't know. I think that's... Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty close if it's not. But... Uh, Miles had a famous accent because he grew up... Or a specific accent because he grew up in uh, Birmingham. Uh, is it a Burmy accent? I don't remember what it was called, but uh, it's it was a noticeable enough trait that they described it on his Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't know how much different that would be. So Christian Bell uh, grew up in Pembrokeshire, uh, Wells. Oh well, Welsh is totally different from yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, usually he does an American totally accent. Totally different. But for the longest time, I thought he was an American. To be honest, well, yeah, no. I did too. Yeah, but and then I see him talking in an interview, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. <clears throat> yeah, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln. Idris Elba. Yeah, Andrew Lincoln is like his American accent versus his actual voice is fucking crazy. Yeah. Because he like lowers his voice for his American accent, so yeah. then like when you see him talk, I was so used to seeing him talk in The Walking Dead that when I seen him do an interview, I was like, "What? That is not even the same octave he talks." Yeah, what, in. what is? Why is he doing a voice? But yeah, this movie is awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm not a big. I like cars. I wouldn't call myself a car guy, but I enjoy cars. Yeah, like they go fast. Right. And that they stop sometimes. It's cool. From broom, bitch. From broom, bitch. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, w- I wasn't sure what to expect. Right. Because I'm like, oh, this seems kind of boring. But no, I was super engaged. I loved Ken. I loved uh, Shelby fucking with the Italian people. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Took their stopwatches. I love that. You want one? They're real nice. Or they're you Italian. want one? They're Italian. <laughs> And then, like, he drops the the nut, <laughs> like, just, like, casually drops a bolt. Yeah. The moral of the story is kind of strange to me, though. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, the moral of the story is basically don't be a team player. Uh, <laughs> so. Okay, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I am kind of kidding. I do, it does suck, like, that does suck, though, like, that that happened to him because that's kind of shitty, but. I mean, he, you know, like you said, he immediately, he's only mad for like, or he's not even really mad. He's just like upset for a second. And then he's immediately like, okay, well, I'll be back next year. And then like starts to move forward. So he like gets over pretty quickly. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And like what, one of my other favorite scenes is when Matt Damon shows up. Uh, Cause my favorite scene also is the Henry Ford in the, car scene because yeah. it's such a good fucking scene it is and uh but one of my other favorite scenes is when uh like uh shelby shows up after they've already kind of had like a little bit of a falling out and then <laughs> and fucking ken punches him in the face <laughs> they start wrestling and throwing yes. groceries everywhere yeah that, that fucking i loved that scene a lot that shit was killing me it's like his wife shows up. He's like, can he get you anything? Yeah. It's and like then, a fizzy pop. None for him. Get his yeah. own. I loved everything with the wrench. I loved that. That had like its own little story things throughout the movie. 
That was good. It's a nice little detail. Yeah. Yeah, I super enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I think the uh the effects were really good. Uh this is like a lot of, you know, actual driving probably, uh, but there's definitely some CG in there. Um but it was all fine. Like like there isn't really You know, a, a scene where I was like, oh, that looks bad. Yeah, you know? I didn't I didn't have anything like that. I thought the whole movie looked pretty good. The tone, the tone was like established early on and I thought done pretty well throughout the whole thing, especially for being a two and a half hour movie. Uh, there was, I did think the movie should have been three hours after we discovered. Oh, we yeah. Discovered. Um, about the, so the car that, he dies in is actually the Ford J car, which was just a, like a working model name. Um, they ended up calling it the Mark four. Okay. Um, but a, uh, what was the other guy's name? Walt something. Uh, Hagridden hand, Hangridden. Disney. Uh, Hansgen. Yeah. Hansgen. So, so Walt Hansgen dies. In the car, in the J car, in April, in t- in uh, in the Le Mans trials. Oh, really? Uh, so they decided to stick with the uh, the GT40 Mark II uh, because I think the Mark One was what they went in '65. So '65 was the year that he didn't go. Okay, so they used the GT40 Mark One in '65, and then in '66 they were trying out this this uh, J car. And uh, Hanskin actually dies in April at Le Mans, but during the trials, not during the actual race. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so they went away from it and they used the Mark II of the GT40 for the other teams. So then Miles doesn't win the uh, 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 Le Mans. And then, like, in August of that year, they go back to testing. And he starts working on this J car. Um, and the J car had a bunch of new stuff in it and it had like a different, uh, a different design for the, the body that was supposed to, was using this different, uh, aerodynamics model that someone had come up with. Okay. The Kambach, I think. Um, and, uh, it actually ended up being wrong, I think, like hmm. the way that they designed it. So yeah, they called them honeycomb panels. Well, the the that was just like part of how the it was structurally built. So like that's not the yeah um the aerodynamic part, right? So that, right, it was to it was to lose weight in the body. Yeah. So like I I think that was that was part of why it. It was ex- it as did. catastrophic as it was. Yeah. yeah. But it was like a, it was a, a multitude of things that went wrong at one time. Uh, but his car like a guy had died already. Right. Driving this car. Yeah. Um, but they didn't know that it was the car itself that did it, not him. Uh, so miles is driving this car and like, it doesn't really show it in, in the movie, but he's driving this car at like, uh, over 200 miles an hour. Uh, going downhill on this uh, like straight, basically like a straight downhill. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's not super down. It's like, it's only like a mile and a half track or a mile, one mile track. Like it's 1.8 kilometers. Um, so it's not a huge hill, right? And he's going super fast, a little bit downhill. And the rear end comes up because the way they had designed this, it basically turns the rear end into an airplane wing. The rear, rear end comes up and the car flips and explodes. Not like in a fireball, like it just comes apart. Yeah. And Miles was ejected and killed immediately. Like there was fire, but it wasn't like it blew up like a bomb like it does in the movies. Like right. the car, the car like shattered because of the way it was built. Um, and after that, after he died, they, uh, they did a few modifications and changing the way the aerodynamics in the back worked. And then it won the only two races that it was entered into, which was the 67, uh, Sebring and the 67, uh, uh, Le Mans. Really? Wow. Yeah. So like when this car wasn't killing people, it was only winning races. It was really fast. Yeah. But also was, killing people. Yeah. Well, like, and, and the other people tried using this, uh, uh, aerodynamic design on the rear end. And they had the same problems. So, like, that was just, like, a faulty design. Right. Um, I think Porsche was one, and I don't remember who the other one was. But I don't, I don't know if people died in those tests. But they also had to change stuff. And then they had to in, put a roll cage in it in the, in, in the Mark IV before they sent it to uh, Sebring and Le Mans. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they probably lost all the weight that they... Or they gained back all the weight that they lost. <laughs> with the roll with cage. The, with the honeycomb. But I just thought it was crazy because, like, a guy that they worked with died in this car, and then he tests the car immediately after getting fucked over by Ford and losing the Le Mans. He, like, the same year, he also dies in this car. Yeah. Without them fixing anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fucked up. Yeah. But that was a whole part that I thought they could have included in the movie yeah, for the like Walt Hans, half because hour. he was already in it, right? <clears throat> so like yeah, and then dying. he's not the partner in Le Mans. Yes. And if you think about it, that doesn't really make sense because he was like the secondary driver. Yes. And then he's not the partner for the Le yeah, Mans. Yeah, they used Hulm. Yeah, yeah, I guess I didn't notice that. I, yeah. He changed partners. Yeah. So he could have like, they could have made the movie a half hour longer and like included all of that. And I thought yeah. that, that would have been good. Yeah. It also would have kind of informed the, like his death, but yeah. they didn't go over that super intensely because right. it was already a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. A good two and a half hour movie. Yeah. It was a really it good was movie. Really good. Yeah. Uh, really do good. we want to go down to the trivia corner? I feel like I just like did a huge one, but yeah, you can if you want. Yeah, we let's can. do it. You guys are race on down at the corner. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's fucking stomp on the brakes and get that racing line into the corner. Yeah. Let's make our brakes really hot. They turn orange. They don't stop. Yep. Oh, shit. In the corner. <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say, Ooh, neat. Damn right. <laughs> neat. <laughs> Whoa, what is up with my phone? Uh, All right. Hot, hot trivia. Hot. In preparation for his role, Christian Bale took race driving lessons at the 
Bondurant, 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 a uh, high performance driving school. As it happened, the founder of the school had been a friend of Ken Miles. So, in addition to the driving, Bale also got to hear stories of the 1960s racing scene. Uh, Bale's instructor and the film's stunt uh, co- coordinator, Robert Nagel, later stated he is hands down the best dr- uh, actor I ever trained. That's neat. Yeah. That, that, that was is neat. neat. And also, I agree. Yeah. With no personal experience of the situation. But you agree. But I agree. That he's the best actor that he's trained? Best actor that he's trained or best at driving actor best, that he's trained? It said best actor is what he said. Well, I'm asking both. Oh, okay. Can I just say best actor ever? I'm kind of I mean, high can, on Christian Bell. You can say moment. that. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon said the number one reason he wanted to do this movie was to work with Christian Bale. Uh, we're, we're further down proving my point. <clears throat> yeah. In order to recreate the Le Mans circuit as it existed in the 60s, the scenes taking place on the racetrack had to be shot in five different locations. This proved a challenge in terms of continuity, as not only the cars had to be correctly placed for each shot, but the weather had to be consistent as well. Uh, VFX was critical in fixing a variety of continuity issues, some of which were as simple as adjusting clocks to the right time. That's neat. Isn't that neat? That is neat. Get a lot of neats already. Hell yeah. Yeah. Give you all the neats. According to Matt Damon, Christian Bale had to lose 70 pounds before filming began. Uh, Bale had previously gained a lot of weight for his role in Vice from 2018 and Mm. had about seven months to lose it all and then some to play a lean race driver, Ken Miles. But he Uh, did it in two weeks, right? (laughs) Probably. Uh, Damon inquired of Bale uh, how he managed to lose all the weight to which Bale replied that he simply didn't eat. (laughs) Uh, Damon said he was impressed by Bale's monk-like discipline. Sweet. That's neat. Yeah. He's just one of those guys like I don't I don't know. I also don't find it like I don't find it necessarily that hard to not eat but he's just like one of those guys that can gain a bunch of weight and lose a bunch of weight and like the way he's done that his entire career is just absolutely insane. It's crazy. Also, I do find it hard not to eat. Uh, Marketed as Ford V Ferrari in North America. In other countries around the world, it is titled Le Mans 66. Huh. I knew the the second one. All right. I'm going to get some. This is some spoilers trivia. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale agreed that the brawl between their respective characters was the most fun scene to film. Uh, <laughs> both have experience in of extensively choreographed fight scenes that takes weeks to learn, so it was positive change that they only had to rehearse the brawl for 20 minutes and weren't required to look lethal while doing it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, the J-Car, driven by Miles in the fatal crash, had disintegrated and burned up. Shane kind of mentioned this, but making it impossible to determine the exact cause. However, an examination of the skid marks revealed that the back wheels had locked up. Uh, Turn 9 at Riverside Raceway was an easy turn, but it was on a slight rise. Oh, when the car left the road, it flew through the air and nosed in, causing it to tumble, crash on, catch on fire, and eject Miles, who was killed instantly. 
This is after a 10-hour day of testing, which resulted in an undiagnosed issue. Shane kind of mentioned all that, but... Yeah. Yeah. Filled some details in there. Uh, Ford distanced themselves from the film before it was released because of its portrayal of Leo BB as an antagonist. <laughs> wow. They're still defending fucking BB? Why? No idea he sucked. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, Rafar- eh, Ferrari... Jesus, Dave. Ferrari responded to their loss at Le Mans by winning the next race they entered along with Ford, the 24 Hours of Daytona the following year, being held in Ford's home territory. They finished the race by claiming all three podium spots. Towards the end of the request of management, the three leaders grouped and crossed the finish line together in the same fashion as Ford at Le Mans. Jesus. The following year, without Ford and Ferrari as contenders due to rule changes, Porsche repeated the same parade celebrations when they won at Daytona. It is now uncommon for teams to order drivers to hold celebration laps at the closing hour of an endurance race. It is uncommon? It's now uncommon. It's now uncommon. Okay. Carol Shelby's 1959 Le Mans victory in a Ashton Martin DBR1 was especially sweet for him. Ferrari had rejected him as a factory driver, so beating them at Le Mans gave him great satisfaction. Awesome. Let's do two more. Two more. The development of the GT40 at a staggering cost to a corporation was compared to the staggering cost of the Apollo program for the United States. Once the first Le Mans win had taken place, which showed that Ford could do it, and second win to show that Ford belonged in that class, Henry Ford II decided that the goal had been won and it was no longer to divert such enormous resources to the GT40 program. The third and fourth wins by the GT40 were not by Ford-owned teams, but by independents. Oh, that's neat. I think you can still get one. Like, not a new one, obviously. But right. But they're a lot of money. Yeah. Ken Miles' death occurred on August 17th, 1966, while testing the Ford J car at Riverside International Raceway. Yep. We already knew that, but... That's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Who <laughs> neat. Wow. Nailed it. <laughs> Let's rate it. I would rate it. I'm going to give it a nine. I really fucking like this movie. Uh, I think it's funny when it needs to be. It's sweet when it needs to be. It's sad when it needs to be. It's exciting. Like, all the acting was great. The story was great. I mean, it's based on a true story, so, like, it's kind of cheating, but I don't care. Uh, I didn't really see any problems with this movie. I think it's fantastic, so I'm giving it a 9. Russell? Uh, Yeah, I'm also going to give it a 9. I was very much going to give it probably at least a 9.5, but I don't, I, this is a really fucking great movie, but I'm really upset that they did, that they didn't incorporate the, the previous death in the car right. that Ken dies in. Yeah. Um, 
that's really the only thing. I mean, as far as the story goes, like from what a little bit I read on on uh, the internet about like the actual story and stuff like that, it does seem really, really, really fucking close. Um, the one discrepancy was that the pit crew and everybody after asking, you know, well, not really asking, but after you know, Ken telling Ken what the marketing team wanted. Um, Mm, yeah, and them to finish all at once. The pit crew and everybody figured out before the end of the race that it went by distance instead of finding out by when they crowned the winner. Um, yeah, but they didn't have a way to tell him. But they didn't have a way to tell him, so then he did go ahead and do it anyway. Um, and then I couldn't find anything about the perfect lap that he goes out and does. But he did he did do the thing and slow down. Like so he did at the very least he did go out and like fucking kick it and then like end up slowing down part of the way. So as if he did like decide halfway through the you know, that last lap, that last minute, the last three minutes or whatever. Um But uh but yeah, no, I I am gonna give the movie a nine because knowing that extra tidbit of information, they could have made the movie just a little bit better and not made Ken's death feel so abrupt. Cause there's literally like no foreshadowing for it, like maybe one or two lines, but that's about it. And I, I think that that could have been a little bit better because it does feel abrupt and then it feels rushed because it was abrupt. So that's really my only problem with the movie, but the movie overall is still like a nine. And then also for GT 40, 1967 or 1967, the price is between $3.5 million and $530,000. Woo. It's vehicle evaluation. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So that's what they go for. That's what I got. Dave. I am going to give this movie a 8.5. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm not a huge car guy, but I found this super interesting. All the characters I thought were were very relatable. I loved Ken Miles. His character was fantastic. Uh, Acting was was great. Um, Yeah. Super, super enjoyed it. 8.5. All right. I would watch it again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too. I was trying to look for the lap times, but I'm not seeing it. There's a bunch more stuff about this on the uh, 66 Le Mans Wikipedia, because there's a Wikipedia just for that year. Oh, wow. Uh, That explains, like, what happened in the start of the race, what happened at night, what happened in the morning, what happened in the finish, what happened post-race. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. Really? So if you want to know more, look it up on the internet, motherfuckers. I'm not going to find everything for you. Google it. Yeah. Uh, So that's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about Ford v. Ferrari. We're continuing our summer of sports. It's a bummer. Get fucked, Shane. (laughs) 
<laughs> with what, Russell? Next week is Foxcatcher. Oh, okay. It's about that's about fake wrestling, right? No, it's about real wrestling. Oh, sweet! Like The Rock, Hulk Hogan, no, King Kong Bundy, no, The Sheik, like Foxcatcher. No. So the fake Foxcatcher stars Mark Ruffalo and Steve Carell oh. and Channing Tatum. Oh Ooh. yeah, Channing Tatum. Oh, we're doing a Channing Tatum. We're getting a Tatum. Tatum talk. We're going to be bringing Tatum talk back next week, guys. He'll be oh, here. Yeah, for a whole episode. He'll be here. What? I don't know. He might. Don't say that. All right. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Find us on all your social media, searching Draft Quarters Productions. Follow us, like, subscribe. Give us gold stars if we have the ability to take them. Uh, that's a weird specific thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. Like in school. Yeah. Give us the gold stars. Uh, find us on Patreon. Please subscribe for one dollar. We're trying to get up to a thousand so that we can make Dave do something that he's not actually that upset about having to do if he has to do it. I mean, darn, don't. <laughs> I would no, hate it. Please, God, make us make him get in a loincloth and have sort of racy pictures taken. I would hate it. Don't. Um, and then you can see them please on our it. Patreon. It's not porn, guys. It's just a. It's a. It's a stretch goal, basically. Like Kickstarter. Yeah. It's not porn. It's a stretch goal. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what the next stretch goal will be? Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, if we get to a million subscribers, what are you going to do? I'll get racy as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone has a million subscribers on (laughs) Patreon. Did you ever predict being pimped out? You know, there's part of me that said, yeah, probably. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful time. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, you promised me the drive, not the win. Nice. Carburetor.